Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellows. This is Peyton Zignago, here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. Happy Tuesday! That's right, it's day two of the week. Woo-woo! <laughs> well, I hope you had a good Monday, and I hope it started off your week quite well, and I hope you are ready to continue on and do this next day. I realized something funny about the way I talk while I was editing last night, and, you know, you'd think this sort of thing I would realize earlier on, but it only just hit me, and that is that sometimes when I'm talking, it sounds like I'm cutting my words together. Like, I will start talking, and then pause, and then say another word, and then say another word, and then continue on the thought, as if I needed, like, a buffer moment. And I was editing, and I realized that it sounded as though I had edited several sentence chops together to make one complete thought, but no, that was literally just how I was talking, and I tried really hard to make it sound like it wasn't editing chopped, because it, it wasn't. It was natural, and that's just how I said it, but it sounded chopped, and I couldn't differentiate it from when I'd actually done an editing chop, and then I scrapped the actual chop because it didn't sound good, but I had no other option for the one that I had said that sounded bad, and I realized that I just sometimes have these brain fart moments that I don't even realize I'm doing, and then all of a sudden I'm listening back to my work and I'm like, hey, that sounds kind of weird, and I had different inflection on every single word, even though it's one coherent sentence, or at least it should have been, and I don't know why I do that. It was just sort of an interesting little factoid I found out about myself. I assume I do it when I'm actually having conversations with people. It seems I just don't really register that I'm doing it, and I suppose no one's ever called me out on it before because I, well, I don't know why anyone would, but now I can call myself out on it when I'm talking, so... Yeah, actually, uh, it took me several weeks <laughs> to figure that one out. Originally, I had assumed I was just having trouble editing, but no, I'm actually just not having a good talking moment sometimes. I don't know, it's just an interesting little thing about how I talk. You, you actually learn quite a lot about speech patterns when podcasting, uh, especially for doing it so long as I have, considering I don't really pay attention to my own speech patterns all that much in my normal life. But then when I started talking every day, I realized, yeah, I have some funny little talking quirks about me that I never realized I had. Brings me into writing character dialogue, actually, which is what I was going to talk about today. It's very interesting to listen to how people actually communicate. It's quite fun, to be honest, to listen to the way different people talk and sort of intake that into your own writing or character work. For example, a lot of theater classes that I've taken have had me going out and doing people watching, which I already do just for fun because there are some interesting people in this world, let me tell you. I firmly believe that I am one of them, although I never watch myself, you know, as you can imagine. I have sort of developed the habit from being a theater kid and, and having this sort of assignment given to me many times is that I'll just go to places and I'll just watch people and see how they interact with the world around them and the different ways that they go about doing it. And it is endlessly fascinating. Even if you aren't really into theater or writing, it's a good just sort of practice, I suppose, for being an informed citizen. Very interesting. People do a lot of strange things, especially in their cars. That's an interesting way to do it. But I find cafe cafes to be certainly the most interesting place to watch people. A lot of the times when we're in cafes, we sort of feel like we're alone, but we're definitely not. And, you know, 
watching people as they talk and how they sit or use their laptop is very good information for when you want to start writing a character or creating one for any purpose, really. Uh, most of the time I've been doing it so that I could take in their mannerisms to adopt or morph into a character, typically for uh, plays or comedy sketches. Uh, typically, if you're doing a comedy sketch, though, you will take a characteristic from someone and then enhance it way past the point of normalcy, so that's a good jump point for that, but this isn't about sketch writing, this is about in general. Because I, I found that I write a lot better characters when I base them off of existing people, or at least start with an existing person as like a diving board to sort of go off with. That's why it's so beneficial, I think, to go out and observe people in their quote-unquote natural habitat, and seeing how the average person or an average person interacts with the things in their life, how they talk, if they have a certain word that they repeat a lot, what they use as a filler word, what words do they emphasize, do they pause a lot, do they talk really fast or really slow, do they think about what they're saying, do they do that thing that I know I do where they get asked a question, go, what? And then continue to answer the question without, you know, pausing to have it reiterated to them. That's a fun thing I do, too. Uh, I knew about that, though. I didn't have to be a podcaster. <laughs> but it's those sort of things that can really inform you when writing dialogue, especially for a podcast medium, when it's all voices for the most part. So paying attention to the way people talk is very good information, and I have been encouraged to take notes on it before. And, and please, yes, understand that this has been for a cl classes and to make myself a better performer and a more realistic writer, and not because my teachers wanted me to be creepy in a cafe. And I also can't say that I wasn't being observed doing that for someone else. You know, maybe I was at that caribou coffee doing my assignment and observing someone and maybe making little notes about the way they sit in their chair or how often they adjust their eyeglasses or whatever. I just said eyeglasses. I wore glasses and I said eyeglasses. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> See, do they say eyeglasses or not? You know, what are their mannerisms and commonly used words? I take mental notes now where I just sort of intake their character, description, whatever, and then I'll take bits and pieces of it later in my work. But And I can't help but think that maybe there was someone observing me doing that, and then there's like a whole chain of theater students observing each other to take back to their class to say, well, I saw this person writing down a bunch of weird notes about another person, and then they were writing down notes about another person watching someone else, and yada, 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 on and on. What I mean to say is, is that the natural world around you is a fantastic book to read from when wanting to write good characters. This is a continuation onward from earlier times talking about character building, which again is one of my favorite things. And also, I've been wanting to sort of make my Tuesday bits into more of an educational segment for writing specifically. I talk about writing sometimes with Emma and whatnot, but no, I kind of wanted just to make that this Tuesday's specialty just so that it's a little bit more beneficial, I think. And also, once again, as with last week, when it comes to my own written work, it hasn't been up to my standards as a perfectionist, so I haven't really had anything good to share. So instead, I thought I would just continue to try and help you out with whatever creative endeavors you're into, but with writing specifically on Tuesdays now. Unless, of course, 
you have work or you have a friend or anything, of course, I'm very much open still to having students come on and share their work or anyone, honestly. Speaking of which, if you have work you want to share, you can email that to me at Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N at storyarkark.org. We can get into contact and talk about it and get you on the show. Same thing if you want to be featured in the Boomsite Literary Magazine here on Story Arc. Of course, you can check that out at storyarc.org. But if you would like to be featured in that as well, you can email the Boomsite Editor-in-Chief, Ivy, Ivy at storyarkark.org, or both, and then we will get you figured out and see where you want to be published and who you'd like to talk to. So that'd be very fun. But all of that aside, that's what I was doing, you know, with today and also with last week on Tuesday. I'm just hoping to really get more beneficial information for budding young writers or really it's just helpful information, I think, for most people in the arts. I know that I have my hands in many artistic pies at all point in time as a writer and an art student with, you know, doing animation and character design and being a podcast writer and a little bit of dabbling in the sketch writing. (laughs) So yeah, I have a lot of hands in all of that and character building and writing has sort of intertwined itself into everything. And so I think it's beneficial no matter what field you're looking at or field you're interested in or hobbies you do, whatever. So I thought, why not share my information? Because, you know, if I don't like the things I'm producing, maybe I can help someone else like the things that they're producing. That's my goal. So yeah, that's what I'm doing with this. Back to that information. Yeah, people watch. Do it all the time. Do it wherever you go and intake information about the people around you because there are lots of little bits and pieces that make everyone unique that you can use and take and do with them what you will. Now, maybe it sounds a little bit weird. If you haven't made a character or done anything in that realm before, it can kind of sound like you're just taking elements and making a Franken person and setting them free. But honestly, that's kind of exactly what character creation is. You pull from all different aspects of information that you've taken in in your life and smash a collection of elements together until you have a whole new person who is your character. And that is kind of fascinating, I think. I've realized with a lot of the characters that I've made for, you know, uh, little fiction stories or when I've helped generate characters for podcasts or even when I'm just, you know, sketching my own characters or making characters for D&D that I have lots of elements that I was subconsciously pulling from other characters and then I sort of pause for a minute and then I remember the character that their elements have been pulled from and I'm like, oh, hey, that's just like this character. But, you know, obviously I made them different enough to where they are a character that stands on their own, but that I can clearly see where the influence came from. So, you know, I I think that that's an important aspect of being a character creator or working with that side of the writing process is that you're going to pull from outside information and you're constantly intaking new things that you can use and you're brain is just a big blender when it gets down to it. So essentially that long anecdotal example-y thing was just to get to the point that you should really always be looking at building up your pool of existing characters and traits to pull from so that when you're writing you have things available to you in your little noggin. I think it's important to know what makes a person a person and what quirks and funky little things make up them as a whole. And this is especially important, I'm going to go back to podcast writing, because you're writing dialogue pretty much. And the only way we get to know a character is through the way they talk and what words they say and what words they don't say. If they're more sarcastic or if they're more lighthearted or if they have an accent or if they mispronounce words or misuse words. Endless amounts of things that can really give details about the character from just the way that they're speaking. 
Now, of course, you will probably have other characters who can come in and make comments about your first character to really flesh them out. But for the most part, when we, the audience, are being introduced to them, it's through their voice and the way that they sound. And so in my experience, it's been very helpful to listen to the way other people talk to understand how talking works. Like even in my groups of friends that I have, each of us has a very distinct speech style that differentiates us from most everyone else that we're talking to. For example, I use a lot of weird phrases that I've collected from endless amounts of interneting. Like I'll say funky fresh and jazzed. I also say random things like brain worms and you know, that stuff. And I also do that thing where I pause for long periods of time, which I got from my dad, I found out, where both of us will just sort of buffer and then continue talking as if we didn't just spend a couple seconds staring off into space. All of these things are attributes that are making us a speech persona, if you will. And that would be very important in integrating into a character for radio or a podcast. Having a distinct speech pattern is something that every single person for the most part has. Even people who you would say don't have a speech pattern that's very interesting have it for a reason. Like if you're thinking a stereotypical businessman has probably a very flat way of talking and uses just sort of general, I don't know, business terms, but that still makes them a character because they're speaking like someone. They're speaking like themselves, which is a perhaps boring flat business person. But that is a character and we can still get that from their voice, even if it's not very interesting. I encourage you to make interesting vocal choices in character speech, but as I stated, paying attention to the way other people around you and even yourself talk can really inform you when writing a character and especially when introducing them to the audience when we have to know how to differentiate people by the way that they're speaking and not necessarily through their voices. Though we will come to know their voices, but there are lots of characters in media and things that we will recognize specifically in podcasting by their inflections and the word choice that they use. For example, I would probably be able to identify a character, even if their voice actor changed, if they had a distinct speaking style or words that they used a lot, or say they're a very slow, deliberate talker, and they use a lot of big words and dark prose. Even if they started speaking with, a, I don't know, a slightly higher pitched voice, I'd still be able to tell who that character is based on speech patterns and knowing that, yes, this is the style that they talk in. All right, so just to sort of summarize all of that and get all the important bits in one area, we all talk in our own unique voices. It's kind of like a fingerprint, I think, where each of us has our own vocal inflections, words we focus on, words we won't say or don't say, or words we say maybe a little bit too much, like funky fresh, or in my case, it would be those continuation words like but and so and and. <laughs> And each of us has those things that we do. And it's very interesting. And you should definitely pay attention to how people talk in their natural environment and listen to words and ways of speaking and try to build up a little mental library of ways people talk. Because speech is important not only to us, but also to characters. And speech patterns and speech buildup is very important in differentiating characters, making characters sound unique, and helping the audience really get to know them. Because you can tell a lot from a person by how they talk and their word choice. In my opinion, it's kind of like looking at a person and seeing what they wear, but in the podcasting world. Because I can't really tell what the character's wearing, and you know, unless they state it, but I can hear the words they use, and I can hear if they're a very bouncy person person 
or I can hear if they're stuck, you know, in like the surfer dude era or whatever. I can hear all of that and it helps me visualize the character and get to know them and feel like, you know, they're my buddy right from the get-go. So character dialogue is super important and knowing how people talk is exponentially more important in podcasting, but also in all forms of writing. So I hope that was some beneficial information for you, but I just wanted to get that out there because although a lot of times people talk about how to write good dialogue per se, I think sometimes that this aspect of it gets a little bit left out. So I thought I'd give some insider information about that from me and my experiences in being a podcast writer and writer in general. So I hope that at least some of it was helpful. Again, I don't know if it made sense to anyone but me or if it was just, ah, Peyton is talking again. Good. But either way, thank you for listening all the way to this point. Once again, I would love to still have work to share on these Tuesday episodes. So if you have anything or you know someone who might have something, I urge you to get them or get yourself to send some in. You can email me at Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N at storyarkark.org again. Uh, even if you just want to get into contact with me, I also take questions, comments, or concerns, or if you just want to say hello. And honestly, if you email me and you ask for a picture of Tapio, I have many I would love to share. So, you know, for any occasion, I got ones with her wearing party hats. I got really cursed ones. I got pictures of her laying on her big fat belly, you know? I got it all. I got all the goods when it comes to cat pictures. So, email me. It's always open. Ask your questions loud. Ask them proud. Ask them in my email inbox or just come say hi or, hey, you know, if you got a writing thing and you want to bounce ideas off me, go ahead. I'm more than happy to do that too. So, yes, there is that. That is all the time we have together today, unfortunately, but I'll be back tomorrow. And remember, tomorrow we are continuing on with our interview with guest star Ryan North, so ooh, yay. Stay tuned for that. This has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignago. Thank you very much for listening. It's been a pleasure as always. I will see you tomorrow. Make sure you stay safe out there. Peyton and Tapioca, over and out.